When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. Welcome back to According To. For this episode, we have a special guest. Hi. Who are you? Oh. <laughs> Hi, it's Haley. Uh, so Haley's our older sister, and a lot of you guys probably know her if you've been following us for a while, but if you don't, do you want to give a little background about yourself? Who are you? What do you do? <laughs> how, like, how old are you? Okay, um, I'm Haley. I'm Megan and Sierra's sister. I am 22 years old. I turned 23 and like three months and that's crazy. (laughs) Um, I just graduated from the university almost a year ago and I stayed in Iowa City and here we are. Perfect. All right, so we thought it'd be fun to bring Haley on to the podcast because she has graduated and is older than us and then also she studied something completely different than me and Sierra are, so we just thought it'd be good to kind of give you guys another perspective. She's a good resource to ask questions to and but before we get started with the episode we are going to do our weekly spotlight like normal so who wants to start i'll start so my weekly spotlight i have two i'll kind of like combine them because they're both kind of boring uh one is finishing up the three exams that i was studying for because that was not a fun week so it was just a nice weekend to be able to not study and do whatever i wanted and then also this weekend hawks actually won for once so we all went to that together and it was kind of rainy but Honestly, it was kind of fun. Like, the rain wasn't annoying, so. Yeah. Haley, do you want to go? Sure. Um, So my weekly spotlight is that um, my boyfriend's parents booked our Christmas trip to Jamaica, so I am really looking forward to that. And that'll be their second time. Yeah, it's been three years, so. Really? Yeah. Wow. So (laughs) my weekly spotlight is that, so I'm signed up for this email thing called Pomelo that sends me deals like to different countries or like just cheap flights that like airlines do by mistake I guess I don't fully know how the flights are so cheap and 99% of the time I just delete the email and ignore it because I'm like I'm under no like circumstance where I can travel right now but then I got an email last week and I was just like looking at it a little bit more in depth and I was like some of these are over like winter break so Sierra and I decided to book a trip to Switzerland in January during winter break and that is so unlike us I guess it's not like that unlike us like we travel a decent amount but like we've never been to Europe or anything and usually when I see these emails I'm just like I'm not actually going to do anything with it there's been a lot of times where Megan's like oh like we can go we to this do place it. for you know really cheap and then I'm just like no we're not you going. send us something once a week saying flights to Berlin, yeah I know I do that a lot, but I don't <laughs> actually ever book the trips so this was like we booked it on Wednesday night or something or Thursday night Thursday I think it was Thursday and then we did a 72-hour cancellation thing just to, like, actually think it through, but the flights were only, like, $550, I think, which is, like, very cheap when you're, like, looking at flying from the U.S. to Europe, so I was like, we gotta do it, and so... And our mom's coming Yeah, our mom's coming, too, and so now we're kind of in the middle of planning that out and figuring out what we want to do, but there's, like, no reason not to. Our winter break is very empty, and so... Perfect time to get travel. <laughs> Megan was looking at some things to do in Switzerland, and she found a video of people tobogganing 
mm-hmm. in one of the places we're thinking of going. It looks so it looks much so fun. fun. Just like I imagine, you know, that when you like plan trips out and you like look up stuff to do before actually going and then you like, get there and you're kind of like, this is like what I was like looking up beforehand and now I'm like here doing it. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like that's going to happen. I'm still having a hard time figuring out where exactly we want to go or like if we want to go to any other cities in any nearby countries, but like we're going to be there for 10 days. So we have a good chunk of time, but I'm also like, I don't want to do something like, I don't want to spread myself too thin and just yeah. like go absolutely everywhere because we're over there because ideally I would go back to Europe for other stuff like later in my life. So I want to make the most out of Switzerland first and then we'll see what we can mm-hmm. fit in. There's a ton of planes and, like, train rides that you can go on that are really yeah, cheap, Yeah, I think too, we're going so really to really utilize like, the train system yeah. when we're there. I've looked at flights a little bit, and, like, some of them aren't bad, but then, like, with the specific dates that we're going, I've looked up different pl- different flights to just, like, what is the cheapest place to fly to, and then we'd only be there for, like, a couple days, but, like, I don't know. Some of it's just, like, would it be worth it to, like, you know, spend the extra time at the airport, even though it's, like, not that long, it's like, I don't know, I've just been, <laughs> or like I've been mentioning cities and Sierra would be like, I don't know if I care enough to go to like that particular well, city. I feel like you're just finding places with the cheapest flights and I'm like, I don't really care to go there though. Well, we never had talked about going to Switzerland in the first place anyway, so maybe if you just looked a little bit harder, you'd be surprised. Okay, maybe. <laughs> but I don't know, I kind of have started like looking at just staying in Switzerland again for the most part. That's and kind of what I'm thinking. We'll see. Oh my gosh, that's all I questions. have the questions <laughs> pulled up on my phone right now, getting ready to start, and Haley just saw, and there's quite a few of them. Thanks, but a lot guys. of it's kind of like backstory kind <laughs> yeah. of stuff, so. Okay. All right, are we done with weekly spotlights? Anything else you want to talk about game-wise? The Hawks are currently ranked, um, what are we 20th. ranked? 20th. 20th. Go Hawks. 20th. That's, you know, we were ranked 14th earlier this season, so that's kind of sad. But we're higher than we were last week, so I guess that's a good thing. Okay, so... Um, I guess you already kind of did the little blurb about yourself. Do you have anything else you want to add, or which should should I'm we just sure get started I'll with questions? Them in the questions? <laughs> All right. So first one is not necessarily school or career related. Can you explain what our relationship was like growing up? Um, I would say we were pretty close throughout our childhood. I definitely fought with you guys, but I mean I think that's normal with every relationship, but. I don't Do you know. think that we are closer now or I mean, yeah, but that's probably just because we are more independent now. I mean, when we were growing up, I don't really think that we had a choice to, like, not be around each other, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely closer now. I think it also just has to do with But it's not like we weren't mature. Yeah, it's, it's not, not like, like we, we weren't, weren't close, close before. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, like you said, with us getting older and, like, we're still around each other a lot um, because we all went to the same college, it's yeah. like, okay, just now we're together. I feel like... And we don't even have our parents with us, There's so. also that separation of, like, oh, Haley's, like, the older sister, like, or, like, <laughs> no one you're younger, yeah. like, she's, like, the big kid, and she gets to do all this stuff, and it felt like, when we were younger, like, we don't get to do any of that stuff, so there's lots of that separation mm-hmm. now. All right, so we're gonna talk about, I think that when I ask this, you're gonna be like, you guys already know the answer to this question, but I'm asking it for the sake of our audience being able okay. to, like, hear what your answer is. And we can talk a little bit about me and Sierra's experience as well. But what was applying to colleges like for you? And what made you feel like Iowa was a good fit versus going to a community college or out-of-state schools or private schools? Stuff like that. So for other people that are applying to college maybe around this time, what was your process like? Well, as Megan and Sierra have mentioned countless times, I feel like (laughs) out-of-school or out-of-state schools were not an option 
because we would have had to pay for them individually and I can't afford that. Um, our dad has always hounded on us to go to community college and I was like, uh, no, no that's way. not happening. <laughs> and Megan and Sierra were like, quit being annoying, like just go yeah, to community we, college. And I was like, no. <laughs> then as soon as like I was a senior, I was like, there's no way I'm yeah. like, I just didn't want to go to community college. Like, and it's a great way to save money, but I didn't want to have that separation from going to community college to going to mm-hmm. a four-year college. I mean, I knew that I like wanted to go to college, obviously, but I don't know if I would have gone to a community college if I would have moved on to a four-year school. Because mm-hmm. I feel like people will get their associate's degree. You kind of get finished then, with that, and then it's like yeah. hard to force yourself to like go into something else. Yeah. Plus, I feel um, like when you go to college, like as much as people say, like don't pay for the experience. But, like, like you, you are paying for the do, You know, like and not to bash on community colleges because I've never been to one. You know, I don't know what. They're all it like, saves but a ton of money. I'm just saying, like, being at a four-year college where there's like a ton of sports and like mm-hmm. just a huge atmosphere. And, like, I like the big city feel of it. And, like, there's so many people. You don't get that at a community college. Yeah. So, like, you're paying for part of it to like you identify like with the school you go to. So yeah. I'm just like, oh, I'm just like going to this college because like it's a place I can get my degree from. I feel like it's like you're going to it and you're just like you're yeah. in it. Does that make sense? And like everyone else, like it's a community. And mm-hmm. obviously, the bigger the school you go to, it's, like, going to be probably more involved with sports, and there's going to be more activities and stuff to do. So, I think that's why all of us chose yeah. definitely to go to Plus a four-year school. scholarships are a thing, so. Well, not in my world. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have, like, the grades in high school to get scholarships, but, you know, I'm still paying my way, so it's fine. Um, but to answer part of the, like, the other part of the question, I didn't have, like, a dream school to go to either, and I feel like a lot of people do, and I just knew that I was either going to Iowa State or Iowa, and I originally only applied to Iowa State, but my transcript from my high school never got sent, so I never, like, got accepted, um, and I just got irritated with the whole thing, and I was like, screw it, I'm applying to (laughs) Iowa, and I got in, um, no problem, so I just decided to come here. Yeah, we were the same way. We were between Iowa State and Iowa also. And then we, we actually only, never even applied to Iowa yeah, State we only because to Iowa. it's rather there's a large acceptance rate to in state schools in Iowa, so it was like not like we knew we like we knew there's we were going to get accepted. So no RAI score yeah, you guys yeah. talked about that. So knowing lot, that we were going to get accepted, we didn't bother applying to Iowa State because we weren't going to go there. Mm-hmm. So just made sense for all of us. And I think community college is definitely valid and if like your primary concern is like financial then definitely do that if you have to but you know all of us had the means to go to public for your university so I think that was why we all chose yeah. to go here so the next question is did you go into college with a major or if you didn't did you already have an idea of what you wanted to major in um so yes but I changed it right before I got here so I was originally like sociology or something like that when I applied and then I didn't know that (laughs) because I wanted to do like something with like investigating things and like like criminology like kind of like criminology that's what I was going to go to Iowa State for because they had a good program but then they didn't accept you um I chose sociology because that was the closest thing Iowa had and then the day before my orientation I called and I changed it to pre-business (laughs) <laughs> I'm not even kidding. And then, I, but it was, so, like, the last time to change it before, so then they could put you, like, in the group that you were supposed to be in. So we obviously don't have to apply to the college that we're in. What's it like having to apply to, like, the business college or how, like, what's the process of it? Like, I have no idea what that um, even means So or when did you, you do that? You have to take four classes, and you have to get a C- minus or better, but you have to have a GPA of a 2.75 or better, which I I didn't have a problem getting into it. I mean... 
your so it's uh, like you have to apply yeah. but it's not your advisor helps you a lot so difficult. honestly i don't really remember applying i think that's that how i am for some they just like submit your <laughs> just like, your oh, grades you're and you either get in or you don't you can apply to it without having those that you like make exceptions for some people i know somebody that had to do that but i mean i it was pretty easy for me i didn't think that the requirements were really and that then hard. when you get in do you have to pick your I guess subfield of like what you're majoring in right away or is it or just could you just be like just no business? you don't declare your major until you have a certain amount of classes done so, so everyone I has to take to, like the same yeah you take like core business classes and then once you get like I don't I think that I ended up declaring mine after I took macroeconomics or something I don't know there was like a set of four classes you had to take before you could declare and I think that it was like management and, like, calc and a bunch of other random stuff. But. Sounds like my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> um, what advice do you have for people that aren't sure what to major in? And we can all kind of contribute to this. But um, I mean, I would say take general classes until you kind of find something that you mm-hmm. like. But I didn't know what I wanted to do necessarily going into business school. I just know that I wanted to, like, do something in business because you can do just about anything with business degrees. So... So did you go into business more so because you're like this is going to be like a safe bet and yeah. hopefully I'll find I something like down Dad the line also that will kind guide. Of instilled that and in like yeah, you can't he did. go wrong. He's with always business. like you can't go wrong with business. You just I thought I was going to major in business thing. when I was younger just because my dad was always like get a business, business degree. Like yeah. you can just. Do I mean, what are business. your guys' thoughts of people? I mean, you kind of said you didn't really know what you wanted to do, but like a lot of people go to college, being like, I have no idea why I'm here. I um, think that. Because a lot of times, like, I'll see different stuff about people getting a major, or, like, this is annoying because I saw this on TikTok, okay? <laughs> but um, someone was talking about, you know, getting a major in something, and then, like, or, like, having someone get a major in, like, an arts degree, just because that's kind of, like, the classic, stereotypical, like, degree Easy, that you're not going to get degree. a job with. And then there's, like, someone that was, like, um, just didn't go to college at all. Wait, hold on. I messed that up. It was someone that got, like, an actual degree from a college, and then someone that just didn't go to college and, like, both ended up, like, working retail. Like, that was, like, the joke on TikTok. And then some people were saying, well, like, that's why you don't get an art degree, like, in the comments or whatever. And then someone else commented saying, well, I got a degree in chem- a degree in chemistry, so it's not just, like, ran- random degrees that don't get jobs. It's, like, STEM degrees as well. But the comment also said she didn't want to go into research or anything. So then my question is, why would you get a degree not knowing what job you could get afterwards? I know everybody says, like, get a degree in what you, like, like what you are about. passionate about, but I don't agree with that because if you I don't can't think that's do, going to get you a job. Yeah, exactly. Be realistic here. I mean, obviously, if you want to take some, like I know psychology is like one of the biggest I'll ones. I'll be open and say do I don't think my degree is going to get me and any better of a exactly, job if I don't won't. go to grad school. And but my like, whole thing is I'm going to grad school. Yeah, I think you have to have a plan in place for how you're going to get a job if you know that like just your degree isn't yeah. going to like <laughs> do much for you. Because I mean, my old roommate was in the same situation as she got, she was going to get a biology degree and then she changed degrees at the last second because she didn't want to take some class and she like doesn't really know what she wants to do anymore. So her trying to find a job, I mean, she talks to me about it and <laughs> I feel like it's very stressful for her. So I would try to plan ahead and yeah, that's I mean, what's interesting about like the biological, like health sciences mm-hmm. field undergrad, like whatever degree you get, de- whatever degree you get, is not very useful unless you're going to use it for, like, med school, PA school, physical therapy Research, school, like any maybe. sort of, like, 
I'm learning difficult stuff, but I'm just like, the degree itself, like, would not give me a one-up if I didn't go to grad school. Yeah. So, it's kind of annoying in that aspect. Because then at the end of the day, if I don't have the credentials that a grad, like, a graduate program would give me, then, like, what am I better at than anyone else? Nothing. I'm like, I could be a personal trainer, I'm slightly but more knowledgeable than the average person about this stuff, but then that doesn't mean anything, really. So, I think that if you're struggling with a major, you should probably focus on the job side first and, you know, do some shadowing or reach out to people that you know that have jobs that you might be interested in, talk to them about what their schedule looks like, what the job looks like, and I think that'd be a good place to start and just see what major would best fit that. And it doesn't have to be, like, the exact same major that the person did that you're talking to, but um, it's just, like, something to give you whatever background that you need, I guess. Yeah, I think that's a good idea, trying to figure out, like, okay, do you like the job? And then also, what kind of flexibility does that give you? What kind of work environment are you going to work in? Because those are going to be, like, the big everyday things you're dealing with that are, like, going to help you stay sane in that work environment. So don't just make sure you love the job, because even if you love it, but you're working 80 hours a week, you might not love it so much. So did you have any other advice? No. Thank you. guys pretty much summed up. <laughs> All right, um, I guess we already asked you this next question about business school, so let's see. Can you explain the, biz- the breakdown of business school and, like, the different majors and how many different options there are, yeah. how you decided to pick yours? Okay, well, I feel like how I picked mine isn't going to line up with how everybody else should pick theirs, but my <laughs> boyfriend's dad said that I should look into, like, being in HR when HR, I was a freshman. People Human know. resources. Um, when I was a freshman, I think, yeah, or I don't even know if I was in college. I think I might've been in high school still, but that's how I kind of decided to go into mine. And I never thought about changing my major. I know I didn't want to do marketing. I took that absolutely, <laughs> absolute last possible minute. I took it my last semester of college. Um, but Didn't every... you say you did that out of fear that you would like it and want yeah. to switch your major? <laughs> but I hated it. I hated marketing. Um, but I feel like every business school has different options. So, like, Tippy has... Tippy is our college Tippy of business. Tippy is, yeah, the University of Iowa's College of Business. So we had marketing, management, business analytics, economics, finance, and accounting. And I'm not a numbers person, so finance and accounting were out. Business analytics was out. <laughs> economics I liked, but, I mean, you would have to probably go to grad school to keep, like, to find a job for mm-hmm. that because... There's not very many jobs out there for that. Um, at least that's what Ashton says because he looked into it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I mean, you just kind of have to figure out, like, do you – I mean, I picked management, and then HR or human resources was a track on that. Um, so I just took more HR-focused classes. I didn't really take any, like, leadership or anything classes, which is under the management track. I didn't really enjoy that part of it as much. but Okay, so – what exactly, if you were to describe or explain what human resources is, <laughs> how would you describe it? And um, I guess, like, what do you do on a daily basis since that's what your job is? Yeah. Um, so I would broadly say it's the business of, I mean, you're an advocate for the employees, but you're also an advocate for the business. You're making sure that everybody is following, following Are you like the, the middleman between Are you like the police at? Your job. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you want to look at it that way. I feel like that's not, like, I mean, that's like kind of how everybody looks at it, like, from the office anyways, mm-hmm. because Toby, nobody likes Toby. I feel like it's hard to say what I do on a daily basis because, I've, 
every single day is different. I honestly, I mean, I have like things that I have to do every day. So like I handle like the employee absence line and tracking people's attendance and stuff. And I do a lot with, um, FMLA, which a lot of you probably don't know what that is, but it's like a medical leave act that we are, that we use at work. So trying to track people's attendance with that. All right, I have a follow-up question. So since your job is an entry-level position, what do you think separates your job from what higher-level HR jobs in the future would entail? Or do you um, not know? I don't do a lot with investigations. Like, I can do smaller ones that maybe have to do with, like, attendance and um, stuff with, like, time cards. But mostly my boss deals with that and then, like, also the senior HR directors and stuff. Um I mean, he works on a lot of projects that have to do with, like, turnover and whatnot. I have a I touch question on. I saw someone ask. Uh, do you see yourself staying in the field that you're in for the long haul? Like in HR? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. So we'll see once I get, like, more involved in stuff in the future if I still like it. But, I mean, there will be, like, a lot of difficult conversations that I know a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't like confrontation, the and I don't mind it. So Haley likes confrontations. Makes me uncomfortable sometimes when we're in public, and she like addresses like something that should be addressed. Like if we're like at a restaurant or something, and she's like, "There's one time I swear there's like a hair in Ashley." It was as a OP and clear. Like yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and then I was there like, was a black hair in his pickles, and it was disgusting. <laughs> I was grossed out too, but I wouldn't have said so it. So I just asked the waitress if he could get new fries and pickles, and she said no problem. Yeah. yeah. So there's times where you should be confrontational, but, like, I, it really terrifies me, so I just can't do it. I don't know these people, so I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. It's a good trait to have for your (laughs) job. Okay, so you graduated in three and a half years. Mm -hmm. You're almost, you've almost been graduated for a full year. Yeah. In December. So my question is, at what point in your undergrad did you kind of, like, think, oh, I should do that instead of graduating (laughs) in four years? Why did you do it? Like, why did you decide right. to do that versus stay so, for four years? Do you regret it? Stuff like that. Let me tell you, the day I decided was January 2nd, 2018. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were all sitting in the basement, and I think Kellen, our stepbrother, had said that he's going to graduate in three and a half years, or that was his plan. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there, and I was like, I could graduate school this year. Why, <laughs> do, why am I not doing that? Like, you just saw that based on your degree audit? Like, I don't know what I did specifically. I think that I knew I only had so many classes left to take. And you're like, wait. But I was like, why would I go an extra semester and waste so much money? I mean, it's not a waste of money. It's on your education. But, like, <laughs> if I could get it done, why mm-hmm. would I Why would I keep going? And, like, the whole, like, staying in it for the college experience, like, wasn't no, enough no, for you? <laughs> I didn't care about that. I'm st- I still live here. So it's not yeah. like I'm really missing out on much. So then no regrets? No. <laughs> and then you started your job right away. Did you feel like yeah. prepared to start an actual job at that point? Or yeah, I, think I don't know what your other option would have working, been. But. <laughs> working in the last two, or I guess oh, year yeah. and a half of school really helped me kind of transition. But I also like working a desk job, so I was ready for it. A lot of people asked about, like, how was the transition from undergrad to working and I feel like you had a very different experience than a lot of students because yeah. so many students don't work at all and it wasn't like you just did like a working retailer working like at a restaurant like you did like internship yeah. related stuff and, and you like, actually an actual worked job HR yeah so, so I worked part-time well kind of part-time kind of full-time depending on the semester and what time of year was but um I worked for the Marriott um in Coralville while I was in school so that helped a lot how do you find like 
you applied there because you knew I someone I knew somebody that, that was working part-time there, and they needed somebody need, to It's help all about networking. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I saw the job, but I was like, I don't know what, like, if they want somebody, like, on a strict schedule, because I, like, I mean, it was a real job. It wasn't, like, retail where you, like, can work, like, at night mm-hmm. and whatnot, and that's yeah. what I did at Chick-fil-A. Um, but I talked to her, and I was like, oh, yeah, I saw that, and she's like, oh, you should apply because we need somebody, and we're flexible with schedule, so... Yeah. I was very impressed because mm-hmm. I think that not a lot of people have, like, what you'd call, like, an actual job. And it's like, even me and Sierra don't have to work, like, go somewhere to work yeah. 20 to 30 or plus hours a week, like, during school. I could not fathom doing that. It wasn't that hard. It really teaches you how to prioritize, like, a ton. But there were weeks that I was really stressed out because mm-hmm. I had to have stuff done, like, while I was working. So, I mean, I would have to have somebody, like, if it was a group project, have somebody else do it because I couldn't do it at the time or... I wouldn't be able to work. I mean, my boss was really understanding with um, having to, like, leave early some days, and so that was really nice. But for the most part, I mean, I worked 30 to 40 hours a week, so. So then by the time you got to your, what you like, your current job now, you felt pretty comfortable in the office setting? Did that seem, like, yeah. just way easier then because you don't have school on top of it, or is it still, like, its own separate thing that has its, like, ups and downs? Does that make like sense? Like, work right now? Yeah. Like, I guess um, stepping down from, like, you had school Instead plus. of, I don't have to worry about stuff outside of work, which is nice, but, I mean, there's some weeks where I'm, like, really busy, and I probably could bring stuff home with me, but You're like, I no don't want to do that, <laughs> yeah. so I, I mean, I do what I can while I'm yeah. at work, and once it's time for mini leads, I 4.30, you're like, leave. time to clock out. <laughs> and I get there at, like, 7.45 every morning, and I don't have to be there till 8, but... Um, that's because I have to do the absence line, so. Okay, I have another question, because me and Sierra don't have any experience with, like, internships or anything like that, just because it doesn't necessarily, it's not just something that we have to do, I guess, so what's your experience with, like, how should people go about trying to find internships? Um, How many, did you just apply for, like, one, or have you applied to more? Oh, no, I applied for a lot, and I applied in Des Moines and in Iowa City, in, like, Cedar Rapids area, but I would say get ahead of the game. Because I think I waited too long, and I got a couple of, like, phone interviews, but they never turned into anything. Like, how long in advance should people start looking for internships? um, And when do you think people should start internships? I think that working in an internship during the school year, if you can, is a lot easier just in terms of you... I mean, you aren't working just for, like, the 10-week period in the summer, and you're, like, supposed to do what you can during that time. You kind of get the whole semester to, like actually complete a project or something but um if you're like just looking for a summer internship like do you think it's something people should do right after their freshman year if they can yeah the more experience the better I mean to get entry-level positions sometimes it says you need like one to three years of experience like my job I needed six months and I had that so um that was helpful but I mean, it kind of just looks at... It, it's like you, you need to, like, look to see what you want to do yeah. and, like, what an entry-level position requires from you and then kind of set up yourself from there. So the next question I have is explain what your job search process, like, for your actual job now looked like. How... When did you start looking for jobs before graduating? Letdowns, stuff like that. Um, so I started looking for jobs in August, and I graduated in December, and I knew it was too early to, like actually get a job but I wanted to get experience in interviewing and our um career center at Iowa does do like mock interviews and stuff but I don't feel comfortable doing those to be quite honest so <laughs> I feel like mock interviews are worse than actually yeah <laughs> so that's why I was like I would rather like have 
maybe like a good interview and them saying, oh, well, we can't hire you right now because you don't graduate until mm-hmm. December, but like if you see a job posting or whatever, like apply. Um, I interviewed for a lot of positions, I would say like at least like seven. Were you, was your only criteria that it was like an HR position or were you looking at things more specific than that? Um, well at the end I I (laughs) was really considering looking at like other stuff just to try to get some, just to get a job, job, but, um, I was mostly focused on HR stuff. I would say the only really, like, letdown that I had was my last semester. I applied to this internship in Cedar Rapids, and I really liked the company. And they ended up giving it to somebody else, and they took forever to get back to me. And then they were like, oh, well, you graduate in December, so, like, we're going to open up this position for you. And they told me to, like, apply to different positions, and I kind of was... I just felt really, like, dragged on by the end of it. And by the time they were like, we we were going to open up, like, a recruiting position for you, and I already already got another job. But I don't really want to be a recruiter I'm like part of my job right now is helping like do phone screens and schedule interviews and stuff but that's not like a majority of what I do so I'm fine with that but that I I don't know I would have really liked to work for the other company but I'm really happy with where I ended up and then I know you said you felt like you were at a disadvantage applying because you graduated in December as opposed yeah. to graduating in May is yeah, that just because the job other companies market, usually post more in May? Yeah, the job market in the winter is not great. A lot of people are not hiring because most people's fiscal year, like, year end is in, like, December-ish. So that's usually not when you'd be, like, looking to hire people. Um, but I had applied to two positions at the university, and those were kind of the two that it came down to. They were both for NHR associates, so... Okay, so since people have seen in our vlogs that you were helping Sierra out with, like, interview processes for grad school, just, like, vaguely, like, is that, yeah. we weren't doing mock interviews or anything, no. but people wanted to know if you could give some advice for any interview tips for jobs or for kind of part of your job now. grad school, yeah. stuff like that. Um, have specific examples for your answers to people's questions. Like, what do you think are the most common types of questions Customer that Customer service ask? questions, problems you've had to solve... Um, like difficult problems specifically, if you've had like a dis- difficult customer that you've had to deal with, how did you go about handling it? Like specifically, there's we learned this technique. It's called STAR, so it's situation, task, um, action, and result. And if you answer your questions with those four, you should be yeah. golden. I think I've seen that in some of the PT like grad school interview stuff I looked yeah. at, and like from common. my experience, like you know the few interviews that I've had. Uh, I've seen, like, the formulas, like, they want you to specifically answer their question, again, like you said with the specific mm-hmm. example, how you kind of fixed it or, like, whatever resolution. it was. Yeah. And then how does that specifically, like, relate to the job, or in my case, yeah, grad school exactly. that you're applying to? Or, like, I was going to say, you also need to have an answer to why, like, you want this job or you want to be in this program, because... I got asked that for mine, and, like, they tell you to be prepared for it, but I've never heard anybody ask that. And then the job that I got, they ask at the end, like, why are you the best candidate? And I it's wasn't such an prepared for it. uncomfortable question to And answer. honestly, I kind of just, like, started talking, and I was like, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> but I got the it job, happened. so. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, like, being prepared and having, like, what I tell people, because we do mock interviews at work, um, tell we tell people to have, like, five like general situations off the top of their head that they can talk about and then like fit that to any question yeah. that they get asked yeah mm-hmm. because you a lot of situations can, can be translated yeah. to different scenarios exactly like. so i mean be confident in yourself i know that interviews are scary but like you're 
selling yourself to them, but they also are trying to sell themselves to you. So, like, Mm -hmm. you're just telling them about things that you've done already. Okay. that's kind of how I look at it. And then also, since you either, like, sit in on different interviews, what are things that people do that are, like, really easy, but, like, to fix, but if they do them, it's, like, yikes, like, that's not, Um, we're not gonna come and, like, ask you back. I mean, I would, I feel like the thing that I've seen the most is, like, people's, like, body language, so, like, their posture, if they're, like, slouching, or, I mean, if they're, like, I mean, I do this, and I don't know it, but, like, I move in my chair a lot, I kind of, like, twist it, (laughs) and I don't think, I hope I didn't do that in my interview, (laughs) but, like, I don't know, just being aware of, like, what you're doing and um, how it might be, like, how it might look towards the people Mm -hmm. that you're interviewing with. Um, Don't talk about, like, personal, like, stories. I don't, I don't know how to, Keep it light. Yeah, like, keep it more work-related and, like, maybe even school-related. So, like, I know that I talked about projects that I've worked Mm -hmm. on with, like, groups and classes, but don't talk about, like, your personal life. Okay. In interviews, because that's just not appropriate. <laughs> okay, so next question is, what is it like living in the same college town instead of moving back to Des Moines like you had originally planned pretty much since going to college? Um, it's the good, the interesting. Bad. Actually, I was thinking about this yesterday, that it's weird that I still live here. Like, I mean, I'm fine with it, obviously, but I just never, like, pictured this being, like, my permanent place of residence. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's kind of was just, like, always, this is, like, a temporary place but I mean I liked living in Iowa City like specifically while I was in undergrad and quite frankly I'm kind of over it I we are planning we as in my boyfriend and I are planning on moving like to a nearby city and get out of the college town just get out of Iowa City there's a lot of traffic and a lot of people out walking around around. someone asked what was going to work for the first time like hmm I mean, I was nervous, but the first day of any job is really just kind of an orientation, and you do a bunch of just, like, trainings and stuff, so I wasn't really worried about that. It was more kind of just trying to figure out what I was supposed to be doing on a daily basis type of thing that I thought was hard, um, but obviously, I mean, you work with your team to figure out kind of How what long does training you take, usually? It depends on the job. Mine, um, a lot of it was just on the job training. I mean, I sat with um, one of my coworkers, and she taught me, like, I mean, how to do everything. And then, like, in the positions that we hire for, there's, like, between one and four weeks of training. It just depends on the area. And they're just, like, I mean, they're learning a system and how to work, like, patient accounts and stuff, Mm so. All right. So someone else asked, is post-college depression a thing? No. Not in my experience, but I feel like I also wasn't, like, that involved when I was in college. I mean, I I had my, like, select group of friends, but, like, and they moved away, and I'm sad about that, but it wasn't really that big of a difference. I mean, I've been with my boyfriend for a really long time, so I was with him most of college anyways, and he didn't leave me, so. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I think that, like, the more involved you get in something, the more you're going to miss it. Well, I think it's, like, it. In my opinion, the more change that occurs yeah. as a result of yeah. graduating, like if you move or if like you, so you get a new job, job yeah. like your schedule completely changes and the people you're around completely change. So I feel like the more drastic the difference, probably like the yeah. more you're kind of like questioning. Whereas you everything. like you didn't have to move. No. You're still with your boyfriend. Yeah. Still like gonna put my games. Much <laughs> so no, I don't think so. But I've I also I mean, 
I've never had depression, so I don't really, like, know yeah. what when it's I used, like, so. Someone asked, like, is post-college depression a thing? But, like, we're talking more loosely, like, do you get in a slump and stuff like that? No, but I don't. I think that the key thing is that most people have to go through a more drastic change yeah. after graduating. I feel like it happens a lot more with, like, I feel like this is going to be so stereotypical, but, like, sorority girls, they go from being surrounded by, like, a hundred billion people <laughs> to being, I mean, like, on their own type of thing, and they always have, like, socials and, like, different events that they go to, and then you just stop. Yeah. So. Um, you also kind of talked about this just briefly, but what has been your experience with maintaining friends after college? I actually have thought a lot about this. So I have a really good friend that I um, worked with at Chick-fil-A, and we're still friends, and I am still really good friends with one of my roommates, and then one of her friends I became really good friends with in, like, my last semester. I personally feel like it's hard for me to remember to reach out to people. Especially because like, they don't I'm live fine by with, you. Yeah, they don't live by me. I mean, Abigail does, the one from Chick-fil-A, and she is still in grad school, so she's busy. She's applying to externships and, like, interviewing on the eastern side of the United States. So she's really busy, and I really, I mean, I don't think that it's really that difficult. I, like, talk to them, like, once a week-ish, but I feel like I'm not always the one initiating the conversation, so I feel bad. Mm-hmm. But... That's kind of just how I am, I guess. I don't know. Siri, if you have another question, someone you can said, "Do you have any plans on getting any pets soon?" I hope so. Um, well, we want to get a house first, so hopefully by like June, I'll have two doggies. You're getting two right away. Yeah, just what, train what them. What kind? Both. Um, okay, so we're having an argument about this. <laughs> um, no matter what, one of them will be a golden retriever, and I'm arguing for a corgi, and Ashton is arguing for a husky, so we'll see where we end up there. Get a mix. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be great, but he wants Corks. a full Wait, if you wanted... Thing. I thought you... You want a corgi and a husky, so why don't you just get a corgi and a husky? Because we both want a golden retriever. Like, we can uh, agree on that one. We just can't agree on the other one, and I'm sure that I'm going to lose, but we're going to do... I think... I mean, I'm sure people do have, like, big dogs and small dogs, but, like, I can't think of anyone I know that has, like, both a big dog and a small dog. So it'd be weird to have, like, a golden retriever and then it's, like, a corgi. But corgis are the best. I love them. So that's why I want one. (laughs) Something else that we haven't really talked about is you're going to be starting grad school in January. So what was the process of deciding to go to grad school because I honestly like never thought that you'd be going to grad school. I don't think you ever thought that you were going to go to grad school. So how'd you make the decision to say, you know, Um, let's just do it. Okay. So I thought about it. I thought about it a little bit, but I kind of was like that just, I am fine with being done with school after the fact, like of graduating undergrad. But the more I kind of thought about it, I don't have anything to do right now, quite frankly. I mean, my boyfriend is studying for a thousand tests that he has to take until he's like 28 so he's was, going to be an he's going to be an actuary and he has to pass a lot of tests so he's studying so I don't really have a lot to do so I was like <laughs> if I'm gonna do it I might as well do it now I mean I feel like the logic in doing it now is it's only gonna get more expensive um and I like looked into like jobs that I potentially want in the future mm-hmm. and you either have to have a master's degree or equivalent experience and obviously to get equivalent experience you have to wait longer so mm-hmm. yeah that is why I And then your master's to, is going to be in what? It's going to be in, it's just going to be an MBA. So it'll be master's of business administration. And then the program that I 
um, and is going, it has like a human resources track on it too. So I'm going to focus more on HR. You did also briefly look at getting, what is it called? An MHA? Oh, an MHA master's in health and healthcare administration. administration. I did think about that, but I kind of just was thinking logically, like, obviously like I love working in healthcare and I hope that I stay in it. Um, but like if for some reason I like left, I mean, an MHA isn't going to do Yeah, But in like an MBA, you can use anywhere, like I said. So you can do it with a regular business degree. But And I just kind of thought it was more logical in the sense. I mean, I think it's a lot cheaper to get an MBA than an MHA anyways. So, What do you think is going to be the hardest part of going back to school? Um, well, I would say trying to balance out like how much time I need to be studying, honestly, because when I was working and in school before I worked around my school schedule and I can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I have to school around my work schedule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and, um, so I'm going to Mount Mercy, which is in Cedar Rapids and they have a set schedule. So they are, it's like blocked. Yeah, um, I was going to ask, do you think that's going to be helpful? Yeah, or? I like, I like having like the option to do that because then I can focus on once one class from January to February and then I'll have two classes from like February to April and then it kind of just goes like that. Yeah. I so, think that also does make more sense just like if you had four classes yeah, that you did like exactly. for a full semester like and it's, that'd I'm, be a lot technically a full-time yes student, and you're doing so it entirely be, online too so that yeah, gives you a little bit more be nice leniency in terms of like the flexibility of your schedule yeah um but their like assignments are always due on wednesdays and saturdays they won't be due any other days so that'll be nice to At kind least of you like know when stuff is yeah. going on um okay what does your work life balance look like right now i think it sucks <laughs> but <laughs> just because okay I feel like I'm not putting it in terms of, like, what actually, like, work-life balance is. I work my hours and I leave, but, like, I feel like since starting work, I've gotten out of the routine that I, like, wanted to set for myself, so I've just gotten really lazy. I don't know. I mean, that's not really, like, work-life balance, but I need more of, like, the life part. (laughs) I was just thinking today, just because, like, of people that I follow next follow on social media, it's a Sunday where I honestly had a pretty open Sunday today because I'm done with all my exams. Yeah. And a normal thing that people like are doing around this time of year is like going to pumpkin patches, and it's just like yeah. I don't like look into doing oh, anything like, like that, that you know. Either, and so I kind of am like, why don't God I today? Like, yeah. why don't I do that? I, okay. I should just like go out of my way to like make plans like I would for myself when I didn't like like I did in high school or yeah. when I'm back in Des Moines, but I don't do that here, and I don't know why. I'm going to retract my statement of saying it sucks. My work-life balance is great, but, like, I just don't really do much. It's like when you think of the the life part, you're like, wait, what is exactly involved in that? I just don't do a whole lot since Ashton's studying. I mean, I just watch a lot of Netflix. (laughs) Some laundry. (laughs) Laundry, groceries, cleaning. (laughs) Adult stuff. The fun stuff. Yeah. All right. I currently only have one more question, so I guess Sierra can keep looking at a few more but the last question I have is, in your opinion, is having your career right now more or less stressful than when you were in college? And then also, once you start your master's, where do you think that's going to fit in? Do you understand my question? No. Like, were you more stressed in college, or oh, are yeah. you more stressed now? But that's now? just because I had stuff going on from, like, waking up to going to bed. 
Whereas now I wake up, I go to work, I come home and then I have nothing for the rest of the night, which is like nice that I don't have to worry about stuff. But I'm kind of excited to start classes again, just because then when I get home, I think it'll put me more into like a routine of like, I haven't been very great about working out lately. I was (laughs) going to work out class like a lot. And then honestly, I'm just kind of over it. I (laughs) I think you need to like, this break is like great and yeah. then like find something new like, yeah. for you to do. So I want to like be able to plan out like what I'm going to do when I get home because right now I mean what am I going to do? I don't have anything to plan for. I literally do nothing when I get home. <laughs> I paid my water and my electric bill today. <laughs> that was See, that's fun. Yeah. I paid mine yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. All right, so someone asked a question about loans. Oh, gosh. Everybody's <laughs> favorite topic. Uh, not really a specific question, but she said, not sure if she has student loans or not. If so, what's post-grad like in regards to loans? Your girl I has tons like. of loans. Um, so the way that Iowa's laws work for, like, divorced parents, or at least the way that our parents' decree is written, they each have to pay for a third of my college anyways. Um because I don't have money, so they, they had to help <laughs> have a help a girl out. Yeah, Megan and Sierra had a scholarship, so they didn't really have to pay anything for Megan and Sierra's. So I didn't have scholarships, so I had to get loans. And so the way that we kind of just split it up at the end was my mom gave me, like, the login to all of, like, the federal loans that I got from FAFSA. Is that what it is? FAFSA, FAFSA, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. So I pay those, and then she has her loans that she pays, and then my dad got his own. But, I mean, I still had a decent amount to, that I had to pay. Um, Do you have a way that you're going about paying yes. for loans? or So, I feel like I just have to outline, like, everything that I can do. <laughs> so, I I don't really care if you know how much my loans are. So, I had $25,000 that I had to pay, that I have to pay. So, <laughs> I kind of, like, set up a plan of, like, how, I want to get them paid off as fast as I can. So my plan right now is to have my undergrad loans paid off before I go to, or before I'm done with grad school. I was like, before you go to grad school? No, I will not be doing that. Um, so I have, like, a set amount that I am paying every month, and it's way above what the minimum is because the m- more you pay up front, the less you pay in interest later, which is a big goal of mine to not pay as much interest. Because mm-hmm. when I got my loans, I had $1,500 in interest, and I was like, oh, dear God. So... Just trying to pay off all that at the beginning was kind of hard because you're not even paying towards your loans. You're just paying towards all the interest, and you're like, I'm not even touching this. (laughs) Um, So I know, like, I went with my tax returns since I worked and was in school at the same time. I got a lot back. So I put everything that I got back towards my loans. So I paid a lot that month. That was great. But I have, like, $16,000 left to pay or something like that. Look at you go. Yeah, it's a lot. And, like, around the holiday season, I feel like it's going to be really hard because I try to pay, like, 700 ish a month, and that's not going to be happening with buying Christmas presents and stuff, which just is, like, pick stressing it me out. Christmas. Yeah, but, like, honestly, just set up – if you set up a plan for yourself, it's really not that bad. Like, I know how much I have to pay a it's month, kind of like and an I can afford to do payment. it. Yeah, and if there's a month – like, I mean, I there was one month that I skipped because I had to – I don't even know what I did that month. I think I paid off our, like – trip to Colorado and then Ashton's birthday was like coming up too so I like did a lot of stuff for that so like I mean when you're in your grace period you don't have to pay it Mm -hmm. but I would just do it because it's not gonna hurt you if you don't but it's not gonna hurt you can you imagine like finally not having undergrad loans yeah but grad school loans loans. interest rates are six percent and not like 
four to five, so it'll be more expensive, but... Do you think that, to a certain extent, you have to just kind of accept yeah. the loans? Yeah, I mean, you... And, like, there's not, like, don't let it, like, be a complete burden on your life? Everybody has loans. If, okay, not everybody, but, like, 90% of people that go to college have loans. You're not alone. It's annoying, and it's insanely expensive, but, like... I kind of just look at it as, like, that's what you have to do to get your education. I have a so Not a question. This up. is more like, <laughs> this isn't a question for any of us because, like, we're all in-state. But people that choose to go out-of-state and pay, like, 50000 a year or whatever it is and then graduate with, like, one hundred fifty like to 200000 So let's say, like, they graduate with, like, $120,000 in debt yeah, just from undergrad. Insane. How do you justify that? I don't know. Like, am I crazy? But, like, I've who would want to go... Too. $100,000 in debt just for undergrad. Or, like, shouldn't... Exactly. Can't you become a resident or, like, maybe... Each yeah, you has, can. So, like, why mean, wouldn't you? Different states have, like, a lot of different requirements that you have to do. And That's some what of them I was might wondering. be unreasonable. Like, Kellen's girlfriend or stepbrother's girlfriend had to buy something every, like, three days or something like that to establish her yeah, residency. I think she, like, gave on her friends her credit card or something. Yeah, to, like, because she so came up she to the lake... And what? she That's had crazy. To, no, she had to drive back to go buy something and then she came really? back Really? Yeah. I'm what? pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that that happened. I thought she just insane. gave someone her credit card and said, here, buy something when I'm gone. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but Iowa, you just have, you can only take a certain amount of credit hours and then you have to work like 30 hours a week or something like that to get. Because I know seat. for freshman orientation, there were like, there's a lot of like out of state people that come to Iowa from Illinois. And it's so um, I remember people for the first semester, they were only doing like part time. Like a lot of people just do like six mm-hmm. semester hours and then. They work a lot, and then something like they can establish residency their second semester or something like yeah. that. So no, you have to do it for a whole. I, was um, like, year. I don't think it's because one of my roommates did that, and she couldn't do full time classes for a whole year. All right, That's crazy. That'd be weird. I'd be like, I'm only like a part time student <laughs> right now. Like I came here to do school, not work. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's all we really had for questions. Anything you want to add? No, I don't think so. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for coming on this episode. I think that you had a lot of good information for our listeners. having me. And if you guys didn't already know, me and Sierra have an Instagram for this podcast that you can check out. It's called According To, or the at is just According To. And you can also follow our personal Instagrams that are in the description of this episode. And we also have merch available for this podcast if you want to check it out. That's That's in the link in our bio on our Instagram. So thank you guys for listening. Make sure you tune back in next week, and we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.